Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Well, I'm going to go ahead and kind of kick off where we've been at for the last few weeks. And uh, with the series the Lord put on my heart at the beginning of the year uh, called As For Me and My House, As For Me and My House. And, you know, I don't know how much longer the Lord is going to continue to put some things on my heart and in my spirit about this series going forward. But he just keeps dropping some things there. And, and I want to just be obedient to the Lord. And so... Uh, I want to share some things with you today, but just to do a little quick recap, we've been declaring that it's free for me and my house, and I just love that declaration because we're living in such a time where people are so shaky on where they stand. I'm talking about Christians, and and there's such a, um, you know, just a pulling in our culture right now for people to kind of almost, almost pick sides, if you will, because of some of the things that we see uh, being promoted in front of our faces and and we need to be able to say as Christians with with some authority and with faith that as for as for me and my house there's got to be a declaration that you make um, as for me and my house we're going to we're going to serve the Lord and that's just really what's been on my heart because of realizing the season that we're in in our culture and how things are moving uh, so rapidly. Uh, in our in our culture today that we have to make sure that we declare some things over our lives over our home over this church and so we talked about us for me and my house we will pray and we will fast and I thank you for praying and I thank you for fasting and by the way I did have chicken and chocolate last Sunday <laughs> but I didn't have it together uh, but uh, I did have both so praise the Lord for that and but uh, as for me and my house, we're going to declare that we're going to serve in our local church. And, and God bless each and every one of you that have connected here and you found a place uh, for God to use uh, your abilities and the giftings that he gives you uh, to be able to serve in this local church. And we, we also declare that as for me and my house, we're going to live in God's word. I hope and pray, friend, that you are living in the word of God every day. That this, this, I hope you're not living on Sunday morning for one hour. Uh, if, if that's the case, you're uh, spiritually being malnourished, and, and you, you need to get in the Word of God every day. You get in the Word of God every day. Live in the Word of God. And last Sunday, we declared that as for me and my house, we're going to praise the Lord. We're going to praise the Lord. Remember what we made our declaration? We're going to praise more in 2024. We're going to praise the Lord more in 2024. And I'm not talking about just here in a, in a worship setting, but I'm talking about all through life. We're just going to, we're going to praise the Lord, friend. Don't, it's so easy to complain, but let us just be praisers. Praising the Lord for His goodness and His glory and His mercy and His grace. And so those are the things that God has already kind of put on our hearts for this church. And today I feel led by the Lord that we would declare that as for me and my house, as for me and my house, as for me and this house, we will walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. 
we will walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. We have to make that declaration today that we're going to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit because that's what Jesus wants for us. Jesus wants us walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I say that because the Word of God tells us that Jesus, even speaking to his disciples in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he reminded his followers that they need to make the declaration that we're going we're to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit when Jesus says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Jesus is telling us that he's, he's, he's going to give us power. The power of the Holy Spirit will be upon us. And we need that power in this day that we live in right now. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We depend on so much other stuff, and I think that's what uh, hinders us from having a hunger to be filled with the Holy Spirit is because we have so much stuff available to us that we depend on so much technology, so much of this, so much of that, that there's no dependency now on the Holy Spirit. And we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit here in these services, and you need the Holy Spirit in your house. You need the Holy Spirit with you at work. You need the Holy Spirit every day. The power of the Holy Spirit. And then Paul, he actually picks up on the, how essential it is that followers of Jesus Christ would walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, walk in the Spirit. And here's what Paul said in Galatians chapter 5, and this is kind of really the, the, the meat of the message here today. Paul says, so I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. That's Galatians 5, 16 through 18 I'm reading. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. Listen to this. They are in conflict with each other. The flesh, your flesh, my flesh, and the Spirit are in conflict with each other. So that you're not to do whatever you want, but you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Let me skip over to verse 22, talking about walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. There's going to be a fruit that comes forth as you walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that fruit is going to be love, joy, peace, forbearance, or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things there is no law those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires since we live by the spirit here we go let us keep in step with the spirit so as for me in my house as for me in my house as for me in this house we're going to walk step by step in the power of the Holy Spirit so Paul here the writer of Galatians, he is reminding the church and he's reminding us today that we are to stay free from the self-life and we're to stay free from the sin life. And we're also to stay free from the legalistic life, which means just a, creating a religious list of do's and don'ts. And Paul reminds the church that, you know what Paul's reminding the church, that song we were just singing, that we, we can have freedom. We can have freedom in our life. We can have freedom from the power of sin and the flesh 
And, and we, the way we have this freedom is if we walk in the Spirit of the Lord. Walk in the Spirit of the Lord. Paul says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step by, with the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. Because when we do that, we can experience the freedom from the power of sin. It comes as we walk in the Spirit of the Lord. And 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Walking, listen to me, church, walking, walking in the Holy Spirit. Walking in the Spirit means freedom from sin. It means the freedom from the power of sin. It means freedom from the, the law. It means freedom from legalism it means freedom from man-made religious rituals and and rules the, and the key listen please don't miss this the key to this freedom is walking in the holy spirit walking in the power of the holy spirit paul said walk by the spirit that word walk if you were to study that word in the in the greek language it means a continuous motion it means to it means to keep on walking, keep on walking, keep on walking. It means to never stop walking in the Spirit. You need to have an ongoing walk every day in the Holy Spirit. You know why? Because we have a continuous need for the Holy Spirit in our life every day. I mean, think about everything. Think about this. Everything that you're confronted with in this life, think about every day the things that you're confronted with in this dark and sin broken world we need to be walking we need to be walking in the spirit every day step by step day by day keep on walking keep on walking you made it through saturday walking in the holy spirit and now today's a new day it's sunday and guess what you need to keep walking in the holy spirit keep walking in the power of the holy spirit guess what if you make it through this day and you're able to say praise the lord for a new day tomorrow guess what you're going to keep walking in the holy spirit keep walking in the holy spirit step by step day by day because we desperately need him we desperately need him we we keep on walking in the holy spirit because the holy spirit is our helper and can i just testify here a minute because we need the holy spirit to help us i, I need the holy spirit to help me as the pastor of this church I, I need the holy spirit to help me as he leads me and guides me i need the holy spirit to help me have discernment and wisdom i can't imagine somebody uh trying to pastor a church or or lead a ministry or or do anything for the work of the lord not in the power of the holy spirit i don't know how you could do it Amen. and we need the holy spirit to empower i need the holy spirit to empower me to give me the discernment i need to give listen to give me the strength and the stamina that we need so we can press on and keep fighting the good fight we need the holy spirit need the holy spirit listen guess what i need the holy spirit and you need the holy spirit you need the holy spirit to help you as you lead your family you need the holy spirit to help you have wisdom and discernment for the decisions that you're making in your life hey you need the holy spirit to give you some discernment and wisdom on do i take this job 
This, is, is this door opening for me? Is it for me? Is there, do I need to go a different direction? Or do I need to go to college? Do I need to go and just start working? Do I, do I get involved in this relationship? Or do I make this decision about my business? Or what do I do about this situation I'm going through at work? Friend, everybody, you need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit because when the Holy Spirit, you're walking step by step with Him, you're going to make decisions as he leads and gives discernment that are going to bring glory to God we need the Holy Spirit I know I do I need the Holy Spirit to help give me peace to help give me guidance to get, I need the Holy Spirit to help give me boldness and to give comfort we need, to, we need the Holy Spirit day by day and the reason why is because he's our helper he's our helper now I'm, I'm going to read a verse to you here in just a minute and I've had to, man, there, I've, this verse here has always challenged me. And I've had to read it and then kind of reread it and just really put some prayer to it and, and think about some things, what the Lord was saying here. But I want you to hear this verse I'm about to read to you. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit and how essential He is to us and why we need to walk with Him day by day. Remember what Jesus told His disciples. Jesus said these words in John 16, 17. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. Because when I go away, then I can send you the helper. I mean, Jesus told his disciples, it's better for me to go away. It's to your advantage that I go away. Because when I go away, now I can send you the helper. I can send you the advocate. I can send you the comforter. I mean, I'm thinking, man, okay, Jesus, Holy Spirit. I, I, I mean, I can see Jesus. I mean, these disciples, what are they thinking? Holy Spirit. I mean, give me Jesus. But Jesus says, no, it's to your advantage. Because the Holy Spirit is going to be there to help you. He's going to, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to help us and give us the help that we need to give us dynamic power. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord today that Jesus sent his Holy Spirit to give us dynamic power. That word power in Acts there, it actually means dunamis, which means dynamite. In other words, Jesus went away to our advantage and he sent his Holy Spirit so he can fill us and give us dynamic power to carry out the mission that he's called us to do. And we need, listen, I know I need, I need the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. You need the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. We need, the, we need the Holy Spirit step by step, day by day. We need the gifts of the Holy Spirit here operating in this church as found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We need the Holy Spirit to lead us as we walk through this life here on earth. And listen, friend, as the days grow darker, and we need the Holy Spirit and His dynamic power more and more and more. Come on, Jesus says, I want you to be a light to this world. And the only way you're going to be a light to this world is to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And you can have more and more and more of that dynamic power working in your life. Amen. And some of you have kind of already just kind of checked out. You, you need, listen, when I tell you I'm desperate for the Holy Spirit to help me here, in this ministry and even in my home you, 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 you should be just as desperate for him working and helping you at your home Amen. at your work wherever you are the great preacher 
And if you got something to write this down with, I want you to write his name down from the past. Uh, great preacher from the past, Samuel Chadwick. Write that name down, Samuel Chadwick. If you get a chance, I want you to just Google him and some of the books from the past that he's written. I've read about everything that I can read that he's put out. And I appreciate his writings. And, and, but if you get a chance, maybe order a couple of his books, Pathway to Holiness, Pathway to Pentecost, different books he has. But he made this comment, years and years and years and years and years ago, years and years and years ago, back when Danny Jackson was, him and Samuel Chadwick were working together. Lord help me. Here's what he said. He said, Christianity is hopeless without the Holy Spirit. Christianity is hopeless without the Holy Spirit. We could say that today. Listen, church is hopeless without the Holy Spirit. Church is hopeless without the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. This church, as for me and my house, we need the Holy Spirit. As for me and this house, we need the Holy Spirit. We are hopeless. We are hopeless without the Holy Spirit. So we need Him. And when we walk in the Spirit, we do that because the Spirit is our flesh fighter. Let me explain that. Paul said these words here. He says, I, I walk by the Spirit, and here we go. You will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Newsflash here at Mount Olive First PH Church today. Your flesh, your flesh wants to sin. Your flesh craves sin. Your flesh wants what's opposite for what the Holy Spirit wants for you. But the new nature that you have in Christ Jesus you no longer crave sin. You crave now righteousness and holiness and purity and power. You want, listen, there's, and, and here's what happens. There's this, there's this conflict going on between your flesh and between the spirit. And what you have is a spiritual tug of war going on. A spiritual tug of war with the flesh and with the spirit. The flesh trying to pull you back into that old way, those old appetites, that, that old lifestyle. And the, the Spirit trying to pull you into this new nature of walking in the Spirit and following after God and serving Him. And there's this constant tug of war that's going on inside of all of us. The battle is, you know what the battle's for? The battle is for control. The battle's for control. The flesh wants control over you. The Holy Spirit wants control over you. And there's this constant tug of war for control. How many of you remember this? You think back, some of you, when you got saved, and right after you were saved, you converted, the conversion experience, and, and man, I was thinking about it this weekend. I mean, I just remember, I, I can remember very vividly just the first couple of weeks of, of my new life in Christ, and just, man... I mean, I can't even explain to you uh, the joy that was just over my soul. And it was a great joy, a great peace, just great victory knowing that the Lord had set me free uh, from the penalty and the power and the punishment of sin that I, was, I belonged to the Lord. I mean, you, you're, so, uh, you're so blessed. You feel like, you know what, you could, you could walk on the clouds of glory. 
You, you think you, you're so blessed that you think, you know, I can walk on water. Give me a, give me a piece of bread, and I'll pray and turn it into five. We can feed a 1,000, 5,000. I mean, you're riding on the spiritual high, if you will. And then, after a few weeks go by, maybe a month or so goes by, you know, the devil, he, he, he's slick. And he will, he will suddenly uh, slide his way in in any avenue he can come at. And temptation will come. And he will make it look so appealing. And, and sometimes when you get to that place where the temptation comes and it looks so appealing that, that you take a step back toward the flesh and you end up going back and doing some things you never thought you would do again and... and and what happens is that your flesh is taken over. And defeat, you feel defeated. And you're discouraged. And if you're not careful, you don't have to raise your hand. The devil will even get into your ear and say, are, are you really saved? Are you really saved? You, you know what's happening right here, Right? There's a, there's, a, there's a tug of war going on for your soul. Here, here's the way I would like to say it because of where we live in our culture right now. You know what's going on when that happens? The, the flesh has begun to riot against the spirit. The, the flesh is beginning to rise up and, and wage war against the righteousness and waging war against the spirit working in you. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Good, don't make me feel alone up here. How I many of you know that there's a war between your flesh and the spirit? And the battle for control is between the flesh and the spirit. And I don't care who you are, you don't have to raise your hand. I know some of you think that you glow in the dark and you can't walk on water. But guess what? That, that, that battle for control rages in everybody in this room. It rages in everybody. In fact... The Apostle Paul said in Romans 7, 15, he knew about this, he knew about this tug of war in his own life. Think about it. The, the Apostle Paul, who wrote the majority of the New Testament, he said these words right here, talking about this battle inside of him. He says, I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. That is in my sin nature or in my flesh. He has this desire to want to do what is good, but he's telling us to, that he can't always do it because there's this tug of war battle going on between the flesh and the, and the spirit. And he says, there's a power at work within me that is waging war to make me a slave to sin. But then he says something very powerful. He says, it's the spirit of the Lord. He says, it's the spirit of the Lord that frees us and gives us victory over the power of sin. Friend, you don't have to remain in that tug of war in your life. It doesn't have to continue to be a, a daily struggle for you. There is freedom. There is victory. And it comes by walking by the Spirit. Paul was reminding us there's two, there's two walks in your life. There's the walk in the flesh and then there's the walk in the spirit. Here's what the walking in the flesh is. Walking in the flesh is doing things your way without God. Doing things your way without God. That's walking in the flesh. Walking in the spirit means doing things God's way. 
the flesh, the walk of the flesh says, I want my way instead of God's way. Walking in the flesh will always lead you away from Jesus. Walking in the flesh will always lead you back to the self-life and the sin life. That's what walking in the flesh will do. It will always take you back to the self-life and the, and the sin life. And when you go back into the flesh, Paul says there's going to be some things that are going to manifest and be expressed out of your life that are going to be obvious. When you make the decision that you're going to walk in the flesh, there's going to be an expression of some things in your life that are going to stand out that prove that you are walking in the flesh. And I skipped it earlier, but I'm going to go back to it now. You know what they are? In verse 19, he says, if you're walking in the flesh, here's what's going to be expressed in your life. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery. You know that word? That's, they actually get that word from the word pharmacy. Uh, that's where you get the word pharmacy from about drug use and alcohol use hostility quarreling jealousy outburst of anger selfish ambition dissension division envy 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 to the point that you're willing to take somebody out don't we see that going on in our world today drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. And he says, let me tell you again, as I have before. I'm just, let me tell you like I have before. Just another indication that we always need to be reminded that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. It's obvious that when we walk in the flesh that we find ourselves crossing boundaries that we never thought we would cross in our life. Friend, I'm, I don't want to be an open book, and I'm not going to be too transparent. I can tell you that because some of y'all need to stand up and start sharing. I'm tired of being that lamb that gets sacrificed. <laughs> but I'm safer when I do it to myself. There's some things, I'm going to just tell you right now, in the flesh that I never thought I would do. You know, growing up and you can see things and how the patterns and cycles have impacted your family and what harm and damage it's caused in the lives of the people around you. And you can make all the vows that you want to. I will, I will never, I will never do that. I will never do that. I'll never walk down that road. But you know what? The flesh should take you down those roads if you let it. And you'll cross boundaries that you never thought that you would cross. You'll cave in the things that you never thought you would cave into. You'll cross those boundaries that you never thought you would cross. And those acts of flesh, when you do that, let me just tell you right now, the truth. It's going to wreck your life. It's going to wreck your life. Walking, walking in the flesh has wrecked the many homes. Walking in the flesh has wrecked the many marriages. Walking in the flesh has has wrecked the many children and their dreams. Walking in the flesh has wrecked many relationships. It's, it's wrecked, hey, it's wrecked a lot of churches. Walking in the flesh will always lead to a wrecked life. But here's the good news. 
The good news is the Holy Spirit is the flesh fighter who gives us victory over the self-life, the flesh life, and the sin life. The victory is not going to come by you saying, I'm going to try harder. I don't know about you, but I've been down that road. I'm going to try harder. I'm going to do better. It's going to get better. I'm going to try, I'm going to try, I'm going to try, and it's another wreck down the road. You can't try harder, and you can't muster up enough willpower in your life. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the willpower. This is it. Starting tomorrow. Monday morning is a fresh start. I, I'm going to have the willpower, and, I, and I'm going to uh, overcome this thing with the flesh, and I'm going to go forward. I'm going to go forward. And your flesh will let you down. You can't do it in your own power. You'll, listen, we're weak. God is strong. His power is made perfect in our weaknesses. His grace is sufficient. We, we need the Lord, not our own strength. We, we need the Holy Spirit power, not our power. And the only remedy, the only solution to winning the battle over the self-life, the sin life, is to walk step by step, day by day, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that means that we have to seek the Holy Spirit. There has to be a heart that's seeking after the Holy Spirit. There has to be a, a desire to want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. There has to, be, has to be a dependency upon the Holy Spirit. There has to be a, a response to let the Holy Spirit guide us and direct us and empower our life. It all comes down to this right here. Walking in the Spirit means to allow the Holy Spirit to control us. Does the Holy Spirit control you? Listen to what Paul said in Romans chapter 8. He says, Those who are dominated by the flesh think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Spirit, Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your flesh control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Those who are still under the control of their flesh can never please God. But you're not controlled by your flesh. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. The Holy Spirit wants control over your life. And that means that He has permission to control you step by step, day by day. The perfect illustration of that is found actually, one of the illustrations I could give to you several, but one is in Exodus 13 when God's people are traveling through the wilderness and you know they're being led there by that uh, cloud by day and that uh, pillar of fire by night. And what a great illustration that is, symbolic of walking in the Spirit, allowing the Spirit to lead us and control us. When the cloud settled, uh, the people settled. When the cloud moved, the people moved. The cloud was leading them on their journey with God. And the whole, listen, church. As for me and my house, we're going to let the Holy Spirit lead us in our journey with the Lord. We need to make sure that the Holy Spirit is leading us. Just like that cloud led God's people, we need to let the Holy Spirit lead us. So I'm going to ask you a very important question right now. Who's leading your life? Who is leading your life? Are you calling the shots? Or is someone else calling the shots for you? Who, who's in control of your life? Are you in control? Is the flesh in control? Or is the Holy Spirit in control? As for me and my house, 
As for me in this house, we, we are making a declaration today that we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to control us, to lead us, to guide us, to empower us. We need the Holy Spirit because when the Holy Spirit is in control, your life is going to be transformed. Any transformed people in here today? Come on, I hope you are. Everybody online's watching, about 10 hands went up, and they're saying that pastor's got some work to do in that church. Y'all help, help a brother out up here now. They'll be calling in and emailing. We walk in the Spirit because the Spirit produces fruit in our life. Paul says, listen, there's a tug of war going on, but if you walk in the Spirit day by day, step by step, there's going to be an evidence, just like when you're walking in the flesh, there's an expression of what that looks like. There's also going to be an expression of what it looks like to walk in the Spirit. And when you walk in the Spirit, here's what's produced. There's a fruit in our life. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You see, when we walk with the Spirit of God every day, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, there's a transformation in our life to make us reflect Jesus Christ. And that reflection of Jesus Christ is not for our benefit. I mean, it's a blessing to us, but it's for those that are lost and need the Lord that live in the world around us. That they see that expression coming through us so they can see and know that the Lord is good. The Holy Spirit is the one that does the producing of the fruit. Not us, because the Bible says, not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. The Holy Spirit transforms us. And listen, and I say this because I've been there. Some people think, I'll just, I'll just deny my flesh, and then I'll just begin to bear fruit. That's not right. Here's the right doctrine. The right doctrine is that we need to walk in the Holy Spirit so we're not gratifying the desires of the flesh. And when we walk in the Holy Spirit, He will transform you into the likeness of Jesus Christ. You don't have to wake up every morning, I'm going to be Jesus today, I'm going to be Jesus today, I'm going to be Jesus today. No, just, just say, Holy Spirit, come and fill me, empower me, and begin to walk each step, day by day, led and controlled, mind controlled, heart controlled, feet controlled, mouth controlled by the Holy Spirit, and you, you will be an expression of Jesus. Have you ever heard anybody say these words here? Maybe you've invited somebody to church before and they say, you know what, I, I'd love to come. I heard you have an awesome pastor. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know I'm just messing. God help me. You heard people say anything like this before? Because I sure have. Probably said it myself. You know what, I, let me get my life together. Let, let, me get, let me get some things worked out. Let me change a few things. And then I'll, I'll, I'll go to church and, and, and I'll, I'll start to follow Jesus Christ. Okay, anybody ever said that before? You ever heard anybody say that before? Maybe, okay, maybe you said it before. Maybe you heard somebody say it before. I've heard it before. I'm, I'm sure I've even thought that. But here's, that, that, that's a lie. That is a lie. Newsflash, that's a lie. It doesn't happen that way. Here's how it happens. You come to Jesus just as you are. 
You come to Jesus just as you are. All uh, Listen, all messed up, all broke up, all sinned up. You just come as you are. You fall in love with Jesus. You, you allow his Holy Spirit to fill you and control you. And the Holy Spirit cleans you up. He transforms you. He produces a transformation in your life. And it'll be a fruit that only God can do. I mean, come on. I, listen, I remember. I got saved, but you know what? And I, I, I'm going to bust somebody's bubble right here, right now. I can already feel it. Even at, right after I got saved, I was still smoking like a freight train. I know y'all think, the pastor smoked? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm paying for it today. It wasn't recently. But you know what? Right after I was saved, I was still smoking. In fact, you could have come in church service and hit me on the back and would send smoke signals up right there. <laughs> But you know what? The, the, the Holy Spirit just began to seek the Holy Spirit, wanting more of the Holy Spirit, drawing near to him, knowing my dependency was upon him, knowing that he was trying to do something. But you know what? He began, to, he began to do some things in me and transform my life, and he took that taste away. He took that addiction away, and he set me free from that. And I praise God. Friend, he, he's the one that produces the fruit. <laughs> to God be the glory. Friend, if you want to come on uh, and bring, you, bring the band, bring whoever. <laughs> I've already confessed to that. Look, they go out here, the preacher's smoking. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Lord, help us. I love the Lord. He makes me laugh, too, because he's got such a sense of humor. I'm so thankful that he transforms us. Amen. He takes pain away. He takes bitterness away. Yes. And brokenness and the sin, the flesh, all those works, he can deliver you from them. The Holy Spirit can produce fruit in your life. Yes. And it'll be a fruit. Listen, it'll be a fruit that'll be appealing to other people. I mean, I know the brother's all jacked up. He's not perfect. And by the way, none of you are either. But there's, but there's something. There's an expression coming out of him. There's an expression coming out of his sister. And, and it's, it's, it's love and it's joy and it's peace and it's kindness and it's gentleness and it's self-control. And it's appealing to other people. And they, 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 they're ap they have an appetite for whatever it is that's moving in your life. They have an appetite for those expressions of Jesus in your life. Oh, I, want that I want that joy. I want that peace that he has, that she has. I want that, I want that patience. And, and, and it moves them toward Christ. See, God uses that fruit to be a, a witness in your life. It's not for you. Man, I want my life. I want the Holy Spirit to produce fruit so it can be expressed. Forgive me for any day, God, of not walking step by step with your Holy Spirit. My prayer is that we would all decide today that it's for me and my house. 
as for me and my house, we're going to declare that we will walk in the power of the Holy Spirit so he can, he can fight, that, fight against that flesh for us. The Holy Spirit can, and, and he can produce fruit in our life. And I know some people here this morning, and you may be, you may be here on campus, you even may be watching through the live stream right now, and you feel like, hey, you know what? I'm off track big time. I understand where you're at if you are. I understand. And you're off track, and, and, and instead of walking in the Spirit, you've been walking in the flesh. And, and you got to be careful because if, if, if you keep walking in the flesh, you will, things are going to be wrecked in your life. I mean, I, w- I would just want to just shout that right now. Because some people get so, so complacent and they just get so relaxed sometimes that they, they, they stop developing and, and step by step, day by day with the Holy Spirit and they, they're just gradually drifting away from that walk and next thing you know, they're back over here in the flesh. And friend, if you stay over here and you keep walking in that, there is going to be a wreck. And I want you to avoid that wreck. Because the wreck will destroy your life. Do you hear me? Young lady, young man, whoever you are in this place, if you you allow yourself to get out of God's will of walking in the Spirit day by day, surrendered, allowing Him to control you, expressing His glory, His fruit, and get back over here in this walk of the flesh, you're going to wreck. And you're going to miss out not saying God couldn't redeem and turn it around. I know he can, but I'm trying to save you a lot of heartache and heartbreak. Because if you allow yourself to get wrecked, what can happen is you can miss what God's purpose is. And God's blessing and God's favor over your life. And some of you have been walking back. And the Lord's speaking to you today, and he said, it's time for you to get back of walking in the Spirit. Walk, keep, keep on walking, keep on walking, keep on walking in the Spirit. That's for me and my house. We will walk in the Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. You know how it all starts? You're going to think, man, you're, you're too simple. It, it all starts with an ask this is what Jesus said I'm almost finished we take this verse I'm about to read to you and we just associate it straight with just prayer but I want you to listen to it Jesus says for everyone who asks receives he who seeks finds and to him knocks the door will be opened which of you fathers if your son asks for a fish will give him a snake instead Or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? To those who ask him. Lord Jesus, please, please stand. Please stand. God, help me. God help this church here, here. Hey, I want you to do me a favor right there where you are. 
How many of you, come on, be honest, be honest, be honest. How many of you right now would admit that there's times here recently where you've been in this flesh fight? You've been in a flesh fight. You've been in a flesh fight. How many of you would admit this morning that you, you, you need the Holy Spirit to produce some transformation in your life? You need the Holy Spirit to change some things in you right now. I want you to do me a favor. Right there where you are, make, make that chair, make that chair your altar and just begin to ask. Ask the Holy Spirit to take control. Take control. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit. Ask Heavenly Father, we declare right now in this place, Holy Spirit, we need you to come and help, Lord, fight the flesh. Holy Spirit, come and produce fruit in our life right now, right here. Make that full surrender, my brother, my sister, whoever you are. There's a conflict been going on inside of you. Would you please, right there where you are, just ask our Heavenly Father to give you the Holy Spirit. He indwells you, but He wants to empower you. He wants to fill you. He wants to control you. Can you make that your prayer right now? Just pray it with me. Holy Spirit, I give you control over my life. I give you control over my mouth, my tongue. I give you control over my mind, over my heart. I give you control over my emotions. I give you control over the the decisions in my life. I give you control, God, over my walk. I make a decision today that I'm I'm going to walk step by step, day by day. Walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I just pray right now for fresh, a fresh feeling over this church house. Oh, God, I pray, Lord, that there would be an expression, God, of the fullness of God. Lord, I declare it in this place today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, fill every one of us. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Fill this church with your Holy Spirit. God, I declare it. We depend on you, Holy Spirit. Come on, church. Feel me, feel me, feel me, feel me, feel me. As my brother plays this song, I want you just to make it personal right there where you are. And I'm going to ask you to hold out your hands and just begin to ask, Heavenly Father, feel me with your Holy Spirit right now. Feel me, feel me. We're not going to put God in a box. Why don't you ask God to do something in you that's never been done before? Let him feel you. Come on, let's declare that right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.